If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. This is the place where you come to learn about mind and brain and getting those toxic, crazy thoughts under control, managing anxiety, managing depression. This is the right place. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about generational cycles, how to break those generational cycles. What are they? What do they mean? And how can we break them? We put up a post a couple of weeks ago and it was there was such a phenomenal response when I put it up and I'm going to read it to you. We actually put it up on February 18th. So for those of you then who don't follow me, go to Dr. Caroline Leaf Instagram. My Instagram handle is Dr. Caroline Leaf and you can go to my Instagram handle and that's where you can follow me. And that's, this is where I put up this post. It only takes one person in a family to end and unwire generational trauma and inherited toxic habits and patterns. Your parents' toxicity, your great-grandparents, your great-great-great-grandparents does not have to be your or your children's destiny. Here's to all the cycle breakers. We are going to learn today how to neurocycle to break those cycles of the past. Okay, so I am so proud of you for rewriting your history and changing your destiny. So that's the post I put up. And I asked the question, how do you end and unwire generational trauma? How do you stop toxic habits? How do you neurocycle to end those cycles, those generational trauma cycles and those toxic cycles in our own life? This has been the goal of my life's work. This is the subject of my newest book. And that's the other thing that for those of you that haven't, well, I've got it all earmarked here, that haven't heard yet, this is the week of my new book release. It was released on 2nd of March on Tuesday. And this is the culmination of my life's work. In this book, I teach you how to break those cycles, how to identify toxic cycles that you have created in your own life from just experiences of life, and also how to break those generational toxic toxic cycles that are in our life and to prevent this happening in our children's lives. In this book, I teach you how to manage your mind and your mind is always with you. You wake up with your mind, you choose your clothes with your mind, you eat breakfast with your mind, you you eat all your meals with your mind, you do your workout with your mind, you have conversations with your mind, you run your business with your mind, you have you go to school with your mind, you go to sleep with your mind. Your mind is 
always in action. So therefore, if your mind, if you, well, you even go to bed with your mind, okay? So this is the case. We need to understand what mind is and can we manage it? And this has been what I have researched for all these years. Because when we talk about mind and mind management, we're talking about breaking those toxic cycles. We're talking about identifying and breaking down those patterns in our own lives that are keeping us stuck and ruminating and in anxiety and depression. I show with my most recent clinical trials, because I'm a scientist, I've been a scientist for 38 years, been in this field for 38 years, nearly four decades, practiced for 25 years. And I show as a scientist in my most clin- recent clinical trials that when you know how to manage your mind, that, that thinking, feeling and choosing and the thoughts that we build from thinking, th- thinking, feeling and choosing and the patterns that they develop into and those patterns of the past that have come through the generations, when we do that, we completely change how our brain and body and mind function. So use our mind to change our brain and body. And we break those cycles of the past. We improve management of anxiety and depression by 81%. You can get 81% back control over your mind by working through this book. So this book released this week and it's available wherever books are sold. So go right now, click on the link in the show notes and go and or just go straight to Amazon or wherever you buy books and buy this book now. This is essential reading. This is what you need to teach your kids. This is what you need to teach yourself. Mind is a skill that we need to manage those patterns and cycles, to manage those crazy toxic thoughts. And that's what this book is about, based on science, based on expertise and experience. In the second part of the book, I teach you about the neurocycle, which is the system that I've developed over 38 years, meticulous neuroscientific research showing you that when you do the X with your mind, this is going to happen in your brain. So I've worked it out. So all you have to do is learn how to do it. And I teach you how to do the neurocycle in this book, five simple scientific proven steps to help you get your mind under control and to help you get those toxic thoughts under control and to break those cycles from the past. I give you practical hands-on examples of how to apply this toxic trauma, acute trauma, big T trauma, small T trauma, those things that happened to us in the past, those things that are that have happened in our parents' past that have passed through the generations, which we're going to talk about specifically today, and also how to build your brain with the five steps, which is an incredibly powerful mental health technique, and how to build good habits into your life, and how to break bad habits. Considering the fact that you can't even go three seconds without your mind working, I mean, you can go three weeks without food, you can go three days without water, you can go three minutes without oxygen, but you cannot even go three seconds without your mind working. So your mind's always working and your mind is always changing your brain because your mind's not your brain. So therefore, if this is the case, don't you want to manage it? Because if we manage our mind, we change the entire environment of our brain and our body. And if if we don't manage our mind, the environment of our brain and our body becomes challenged and we increase our vulnerability to disease by 75 to 98%. This book is not just self-help. This book is where neuroscience meets therapy. Okay, This is hardcore neuroscience meets therapy where you can help yourself 24-7. And I'm not saying it replaces therapy. Still go for the therapy, counseling, coaching. It enhances those. And if you're going for those maybe once or twice a week, what are you doing with yourself the other 24 hours, 23 hours of the day and the six or seven days of the week? You're living with yourself all the time. So this teaches you how to manage your mind in the moment. Mind is the first cause. If your mind isn't right, nothing else is right. You go do that fasted workout. If your mind's not right, you're going to lose most of the benefit of that fasted workout. You go and eat that great food. If your mind's not right, if your mind's a mess, you're going to lose up to 80% of that nutritional value. I mean, these are hardcore facts. It starts with your mind. Mind is first step. If your mind is a mess, 
everything else is a mess. So go order your book. If you haven't already ordered, order your book. Follow me on Instagram, Dr. Caroline Neef, where I help you work through this book. And I'm going to give you all kinds of great and amazing new things that are coming up. If this, if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and share this with as many people as possible because this information is critical. In this terrible time that we're living in now, which can be improved so much by our mind, in the, all the, the, the disparity and arguments and hard times and uncertainty, we can learn to manage our responses. We can learn to have mental peace. We can learn when we have mental peace, we can impact and change the world that we're currently living in and have a positive benefit on others. And I teach you how to do it with this book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And we're all a mess. And that's what we're going to learn about as well. So for today, what we're going to do is really learn about the generational cycles and epigenetics and how these things, as I said in my past, it only takes one person in a family to end and unwire generational trauma and inherited toxic habits and patterns. I mean, that's incredible. Your parents' toxicity does not have to be your destiny or your children's destiny. You can change this. You can control it. So the way I'm going to do this podcast is I am going to give you some basic facts about what this means, what it looks like, and how we can break it and end with some practical examples. So I know that you're going to love this podcast and you're going to learn so much because this affects all of us. Let's face it. We all battle. Life is tough and we are, and nothing is easy. And every day when you open your eyes, by the time you've closed your eyes, you have experienced between eight to 10,000 different experiences. And each of those experiences has been built into your brain by you with your mind. Your mind is your aliveness. Your mind is how you process all the things you go through during the course of the day and you process that and you build that into your brain. So your mind is around and through your brain. Your mind is not your brain. Your mind is this gravitational force, this think, feel, choose around and moving through your brain and your body. Your brain and your body respond to your mind. And by the time you've, between opening your eyes and closing your eyes, as I said, you have experienced 8,000 to 10,000 events, which means that you have all, you've gone through all of those things and each one of those gets built into your brain as thought trees, as little trees. And here's my analogy of the trees that I always use into trees inside of your brain made of protein structures and the root part forms the memories so this is a thought about whatever whatever experience you've had the email the conversation the business thing the, this podcast is one of the things you're going through today and the source where the actual experience is is basically the root memories and then the branch the tree little tree trunk and the branches are basically your interpretation how you translate this and perceive this and how it becomes part of who you are and then it then from this you then express that and you act that out so it changes your behavior so if it's a toxic issue with a toxic source you still get toxic roots you're going to then have a toxic perspective with toxic so toxic root memories toxic perspective, toxic branches, which are all the data, the behaviors, the emotions, which then produces toxic actions. Now, if this happens repeatedly, this becomes a pattern. If it's just a one-off thing, this will fade and go away. But if, it, if it's a persistent thing that you keep, whatever you think about the most grows. This is a thought with many memories. These are the branch memories. These are the root memories. The root memories are the origin, the actual experience, like listening to this podcast. That's a good one, though. You're building, it's the origin, this, this, this thought 
thought would be this information about breaking cycles and generational curses and so on and generational traumas. And so, and then this, so this is good information. And as I'm giving you the information, you'll be building this into the root base over here. And then that grows into the little tree trunk, which is your interpretation of what I'm saying. And this, this then translates into your behaviors and your emotions. And all of this collectively produces the behaviors. This is good stuff. This would be then toxic. So this could be the bullying or the toxic email you received or the repetitive negativity of some toxic relationship in your life or whatever. So that's the experience. And then this is the perspective it builds. And these branch memories over here are all the, the ways that the, the data, the behaviors and the information, the emotions of how you interpret this experience. And all of this collectively produces your behavior. So if this is consistently day after day, a lot of bullying, then this would be the perspective is that people don't like me or I'm useless or I'm not worthy. And this then translates into emotions of I feel shame. I feel scared. I feel frightened. I feel fear. I feel unworthy and withdrawing and being difficult or whatever, different behaviors. And then that actually then manifests as those. So you go into life very fearful or very withdrawn, maybe acting up, being difficult, but it's coming from something. And you've heard me teach us before. We've got to look from our warning signals and track back. One of the upsides from this recent pandemic is I get to do many of my interviews and much of my work in my pajamas. But the downside of working from home, I feel like now more than ever I am constantly looking at a screen and my eyes have been really straining, which has been causing so many headaches. If this sounds like a familiar struggle in your life, I've got the answer for you. Blue light blocking glasses from Blue Blocks. Blue light damages our eyes and leads to digital eye strain. Symptoms of digital eye strain are blurred vision, headaches and dry watery eyes. For some this could even cause heightened anxiety, depression and low energy. Well, Blue Blocks was created to fix this problem and block out the blue light with high quality lenses. Unlike other types of blue light glasses, Blue Blocks are evidence-based and made under optics laboratory conditions in Australia. They have 40 hip frames and come in prescription, non-prescription and readers. So they have frames for every need. Blue Blocks is also giving back by working in partnership with Restoring Vision in their Buy One Gift One campaign. For each pair of Blue Blocks glasses purchased, they donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. I also really love Blue Blocks' Remedy Sleep Mask, which uses the most sophisticated design methodology to create a comfortable, 100% light-blocking eye mask for improved REM and deep sleep. Get started today with your Blue Blocks glasses and I promise it will change your life. And just for my listeners, get 15% off your order with the code DrLeaf and blueblocks.com. That's the code DrLeaf at B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. Okay, so now that keeps on happening. It becomes a pattern. It becomes a cycle. And it becomes something that then, if you don't deal with it as you go through life, it then goes into and starts impacting your relationships. If you're constantly bullied and you've never processed and dealt with that, you go into life thinking, well, you're actually useless and, and you deserve to be bullied or, or you maybe get very, create a defense mechanism and you become very aggressive or there's no, there's no exact clear cut cookie cutter pattern. Everyone will have their own way that they perceive the experience that they're having and the patterns that they develop. So whatever you are experiencing, you 
you're thinking about and whatever you're thinking about grows. So if you're experiencing it on a repeated basis, so it's in the cyclical continual bullying at school, continual bullying in a relationship, continual bullying at work, or continual abuse or continual nastiness or comments or arguments or whatever, any repeated pattern or experience, I should say, in your life will then create these patterns, these actual structural thoughts in your brain, which then become these patterns or these cycles. And that influences our behavior. So you can then grow into adulthood and find that you are actually now experiencing these as an ongoing pattern in, in that you can't, that you maybe bully others because you were bullied. And that's the only sort of mechanism that you know to, to try and get some level of control. And so the whole cycle goes on. Then we also, so that experience that you're having, these experiences that we have during the course of the day, these eight to 10,000 events that we experience and that we're experiencing every day. We also are experiencing as we as we experience the event and we convert them through our thinking, feeling and choosing into these thought trees inside of our brain. Okay, we are also using other existing memories to help us to actually build those thoughts. So therefore, we are influenced by the past. So if this is now this repeated cycle of the bullying, as the example I've given, as you go through life, any as as something happens, when this this is the thought that maybe triggers that kind of some similar, maybe you were bullied at school, then you get into at work and you get bullied at work. So anything that resembles bullying activates this and it moves up into your mind and then you are going to reinforce this. Now, as in In addition to this, as we go during the course of the day, building these thoughts, building these experiences, these eight to 10,000 experiences into thoughts, we also have a lot of other thoughts informing us. So our past is informing how we see this current moment. And our past is in the form of all these trees. So every experience we've had in the past is in these trees inside of our brain and in our mind, in like big, huge forests. So as you experience the current experience, like now you're listening to this podcast on mind and brain, and maybe you've listened to me before, and you've, you've, so you've got some sort of understanding of what I'm doing. So that those memories, and they're good ones, as I'm talking will then be popping up. So to build this new memory, you've got a bunch of a whole bunch of other memories popping up, which is how you understand this current information. So that's a lot of stuff going on in your head in one day. And that's why it's so easy to get into a mental mess and why it's so vital that we have mind management. Okay, so that's your basic foundational explanation. But now let's move into generational trauma. How do we use the neurocycle to break the cycle? So let's begin by answering, and I'm going to be glancing down a couple of times at my notes. So if you see me glancing down. It's just to make sure I stay on track because as you know me by now, those of you that don't, I have a lot to say and I can talk a lot, give you a lot of information. Okay, so thinking, feeling and choosing actually changes how our brains express, the genes in our brain express themselves. So right, as you think and feel and choose, that's your mind in action and it moves through the brain and the brain responds electromagnetically, neurochemically and genetically. So our thoughts actually change and influence the genetic expression in our brain and our body. And our body is made of 37 to 100 trillion cells. So as you are thinking, feeling and choosing, you are changing the genetic expression of every single cell of your brain and your body, which is Phenomenal. So that external thought, your thinking, feeling, choosing, and building these thoughts is in, is is actually influencing the genetic expression of your brain. Genetics is what builds these thoughts, and then this influences the rest of your body. So your mind has this phenomenally powerful, what we would call epigenetic effect. So the ep, genet, genetics is the genes in the cells, and epi is what switches them on. So genes can't switch themselves on. 
Okay, like a light switch can't switch itself on. It has to be switched on by you. Your, your mind, your, which is your thinking, feeling, and choosing, that switches the genes on. That's the basic fundamental principle of epigenetics. It's the external influence activating the genes, okay? So we are switching genes on and off with every single thought that we think, which is unbelievably powerful. So what we see as well in terms of illness is that only 5% of genetic mutations cause illness. 95% of illness is coming from our thoughts changing the environment of the brain. So let me explain that and explain, and then you'll see why it's so important that we that we mind manage these cycles, that whether it's the current ones that we're building in our current life and the cycles from the past generations. Okay, so when we have these toxic thoughts inside the brain, the brain is wired for love, the body's wired for love, which means that we don't have genetics, we don't have proteins, we don't have structures for toxic thoughts. So this is recognized as a, as a vi- invader, much like a virus. So much like our brain will will send out immune factors to get rid of a virus, so will our brain immune system send out immune factors, which is things like T lymphocytes and B lymphocytes and macrophages, to attack and get rid of this because this is threatening your survival, which is your wired full of mode. So in other words, this here is creating an environment that is actually now at war. And it's actually this, and if you don't get rid of these, that environment starts and you don't manage these to get rid of them. And you just keep them there and keep suppressing them there. You change the entire environment of your brain and your body, and then you, you're, you are more vulnerable to getting diseases. You're much more vulnerable. You increase your vulnerability to getting some kind of a disease or virus or something in your body by 75 to 98%. So we can't just ignore these things. We can't ignore our current cycles that we have got stuck in and we cannot ignore the cycles of the past. So based on that... What we need to know is that epigenetics shows us that we can actually control our biology. With our thoughts, we can control what's happening in the biology of our brain and our body, which is phenomenal. If you just look at a definition of what epigenetics is, we see that what we are thinking in any one moment is absolutely vital because in any one moment, what we are thinking and feeling and choosing is creating thoughts that are affecting the environment of our body. And that's then switching genes on and off for our health or against our health. Okay, so either healthy ones or not healthy ones. So Epigenetics shows us that thoughts are the predominant factor that is controlling how we function, controlling our genetic expression. And when genes express, things are happening in the body. Genes need to express in order for the body to keep functioning. For you to be alive, you've got short, medium, and long-term genes that are constantly expressing 24-7. And that's what's keeping you alive. And it's your mind, which is your aliveness, that's activating all these genes to express. So if the aliveness is a mess, if your mind is a mess, then we have a mess in our brain and our body and we increase vulnerability to disease. But if we clean up your mental mess, which is what my newest book is about, then you're going to control that environment. So basically how we think and feel and choose, which is our mind in action, influences the behavior of our genes. And epigenetic changes represent a biological response to an environmental signal. And the main environmental signal is what you are thinking, feeling, and choosing, which then also influences what you choose to eat or put into your body and onto your body. So your mind drives everything, including the choice of what you eat. And then let's say you've got toxic mind, you choose toxic food. Now you've got two toxic environments that you've created affecting your genes. So what, and then you maybe put some toxic stuff on your body and your, your mind is driving that. So your mind's already driving the change and the toxic substance. So now there's another, those two combined epigenetic factors are influencing the changes in your brain and your body. And if it's toxic, it's negative and you create that vulnerability, but you can change it. The hope is that this could always be changed. It doesn't 
don't have to stay this way. You can constantly change the way we think, feel, and choose because we can learn to manage it, okay? So what we see also with epigenetics is that the the thoughts that our parents had and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents, as far back as we can go, every what they ate and what they thought, their patterns of thinking, pass through the sperm and the over to the next generation. So these things pass through the generations. But there's hope before you think, oh, my goodness, like that's why I do what I do. Your past does not have to be your destiny. So hear carefully what happens. Basically, these toxic thoughts and toxic eating patterns and toxic and depression from or de- depression is a signal, but people being depressed because of undealt with issues, the stuff that's undealt with, that's unmanaged, okay, will pass through the sperm and the over to the next generations. So you're born with all kinds of stuff from the past. So imagine a massive big forest and in that forest, there's all these trees and the trees are a combination of green trees and toxic trees. So there's a whole combination of both green trees and toxic trees. So it's not just it's not just green trees, it's also toxic trees, but mainly green trees. So these would be healthy thoughts and those would be toxic thoughts, the, the, the toxic trees, okay? So in amongst these trees that you see, there's also going to be some trees that have got like a cover on them. So it sounds kind of like they're sealed in sort of a box thing or a cocoon or whatever analogy you would like. Now, those are the ones that have passed through the generations, but they've passed through sealed up. So they've passed through sealed up so they can affect you, but they, but you don't, they don't have to control you. So that's, so that's what the generational stuff, it passes through. So you have a potential, you have a proclivity, but it's not your destiny. Everyone's talking about CBD and how amazing and healthy it is, how it's changed their lives, how it helped them find love. Look, I'm joking about the last thing, but you never know. Well, I'm a big fan of CBD and do believe it has many beneficial properties, especially for mental and brain health. But it really depends on the quality you get. That's why I love and recommend NED. They produce the highest quality, full-spectrum CBD extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farm in Colorado. NED is a wellness brand offering a science-backed and nature-based solution that offers an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. And NED just came out with a new product I am so excited about and love. Their new Magnesium Super Blend Mellow. It's the best way to get more magnesium in your diet. And since magnesium is essential to over 300 essential functions in the human body, like regulating mood, brain function, fatigue, nerve and muscle health, as well as our physical response to stress, it's vital you get enough of the right kind. If you want to check out Ned and try their CBD for yourself, we have a special offer for the Cleaning Up the Mental Mess audience. Go to www.helloned.com forward slash Dr. Leaf or enter Dr. Leaf at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash Dr. Leaf to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. 
what do we do? Do we just keep them there covered up or do we activate them and then we play out the past so that your your father died of a heart attack at 69 and your great-grandfather, so are you going to die of a heart attack of 69 or your parents ate badly, so you are you going to eat badly or your children going to eat badly? Your parents, maybe one of your parents battled with depression and your grandparents battled with depression. Does that mean you're going to battle with depression and depression not being an illness, depression being a signal of? So them battling with depression means that there's undealt with stuff and that's inside your genes, but it's in the forest sealed up. If you don't deal with it, over time, it can start seeping out. The sort of roots can creep through and start influencing your way of thinking. So we've got three options. We ignore it, and eventually it does start seeping out and to a certain extent does influence you over time. Or we can rip the covering off and completely activate it, and then that plays out in our life. And Or we can identify this and eliminate it and reconceptualize it into this, into the healthy version. That is the, these are the options that you have. And when you neurocycle, which is mind management, which I write about in my book, which released this week. And if you look behind me, you'll see balloons and you'll see flowers. And there's actually a cake as well. Last night we had the celebration, a celebration little party where we made my daughter, eldest daughter, who three of my kids work for me. She's also a mixologist and she made a special cocktail. There's an alcoholic and non-alcoholic version that's blue with yellow to match my book and they even had little cookies made for me to celebrate little brain ones all of this is organic sustainable made of from organic sustainable products and there's a gorgeous cake in the background I tell you actually can't you can't see it with the way this is set up but it was all blue and and white with flowers and matching the roses and matching the coloring of the book and gorgeous little brains on it and everything so that was just as an aside so in this book you can see I'm excited about this in this book I talk about how you use what the neurocycle is and how you can use the neurocycle to break this, these patterns. It's a five-step process on how you can actually identify and break down these patterns. And it just takes one person to break that pattern. So if you, so you, just by you recognizing and seeing, hey, there's a pattern of depression in the family. Our family tends to think in this way. So you don't just say depression like it's an it. You actually need to go and get some more information. You need to, to go up to that tree in the forest that's got that covering around and actually take control over it. And the way you take control over it is that you you mindfully acknowledge that it's there, but as a helpful signal, say, hey, this is really helpful. I see this pattern in the past. Not, oh dear, this is in the past. Don't be fearful of it. Don't try and push it down. That thing's going to stay in your body, creating all those environments I spoke about. What you want to do is you want to actually destroy that. You want to get rid of it. So you want to go up to this tree, and the way you do it is pretend you're flying in a helicopter in this little time capsule. You are the pilot, and you are the co-pilot. The pilot is this messy mind, not kind of just experimenting with life. The co-pilot is your wise mind. You're wired for love mind, the survival mind, that knowing in your knower, that instinct of this is how you do things kind of mind, okay? So you fly there, you land your helicopter at this tree, and the decision is, okay, I am seeing the signal of depression in my, my mother, my grandmother, or my father, my grandfather, or anxiety, or these addictions, or whatever it is. There's these patterns, these cycles, Okay? And these cycles of maybe anger or maybe just like bad parenting skills, certain bad parenting skills or certain habits that you see that you're doing and you, your mom did them and your dad did them or your whatever and your grandmother did them. You can look at those when you notice them, when you become aware, when you start becoming mindfully aware, you're landing your helicopter, the messy mind saying, okay, I see it. The wise mind saying, Caroline, it's okay. Don't be scared. This is a helpful messenger. Gather awareness of the signal. So you with your pilot and your co-pilot, which is your safe, you're standing back, you're 
not standing, the tree is not controlling you, you are taking control of the tree and you start doing the five steps of the neurocycle. You start gathering awareness of that pattern that you see in your family. And so start with like the signals. What are the emotions? Maybe there's a lot of depression or anxiety or frustration or anger or very irritable or high level arguments or like weird ways of seeing things or whatever. Just get the emotions, gather awareness of the emotion. Gather means that you go and pick the apple. The apple's not falling on your head for want of an analogy. Here's your basket. You make the decision. You've stopped there at the tree. The co-pilot pilot, the co-pilot pilot situation creates a distance. It helps you to stand back and observe your own thought, which has come from thinking, feeling, and choosing from your grandparents or from your own cycle that you have created. We'll be talking now at this moment about the, the past ones. Okay, so so then you're going to gather awareness. You're going to pick that apple of the emotional warning signals. Then you're going to pick the apple of the, the physical warning signals. So what are the physical warning signals? What are, what are the sort of physical things that are going on in the family? So you see that there's a lot of that depression, a lot of GI symptoms or something. Or you see that there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of drinking or something and, and people battling with heart problems or something. So think of the physical. Then think of the behavioral. What are those behavior signals that you saw in the previous generations, like in your parents and grandparents? And then what are the perspective? Do they walk around saying life sucks? Have you grown up in an environment where, where life sucks? Can you see you taking control? You're not just getting absorbed into it. If you don't do this, this and you just watch the nurturing that's going on around, just by mere fact that you're immersed in that environment becomes the activator that goes up to this tree, rips the cover off, no control, and this thing then starts playing out in your life. All the apples start falling on your head. So I'm saying, and that may have already happened, and that's also not the end of the world. That's okay, because the apples are falling on your head. Okay, you can stop the bus. You can stand back. You can get into pilot, co-pilot, multiple perspective advantage, and you can start deciding to go through the five steps, the neurocycle to break the cycle. And then you would reflect, which is the second step. Once you've gathered all the signals, reflect is a huge word where you are analyzing and, and breaking down. Why does this happen? Why did they do this? What is the story? And as far as possible, you ask, answer, and discuss. But the thoughts on trial, do you want this in your life? Try and get as much information as you can from, from your parents, from your grandparents. If you can't get from them, maybe you can ask cousins and uncles. Get as much information as you can. Write that down and then and just get it all on paper. And I teach you how to make a metacog, which is the most brilliant way of writing, which pulls the two sides of the brain together, helps you to introspect deeper and see things in a much clearer light and to really get to the root of the problem. Because you'll notice we're traveling down the tree. We're trying to find the cause of why this pattern is in your family. Why is there this cycle that is manifesting? Because you want to stop this. And so then you get to the fourth step is where you recheck what you've written, all the stuff you've written down, and then you you get a little active reach, which is an action that relates to the four steps that you've just done to start the process. Now, you do this over cycles of 63 days. No behavior change is going to happen. You're not going to get rid of that tree in one day. In one sitting, on one fire, one one neurocycle. The neurocycles is five steps. It's going to take you time. It takes sixty three days to change a cycle. And I showed this in my research, which I've put in here. Doesn't take twenty one days to build a habit to, and to change behavior. It takes sixty three days. In the first twenty one days, you do the five steps every day for around about fifteen to forty five minutes. Land your pilot. You land the helicopter and start analyzing. The first day, you may not get that much information. Day two, you'll get a bit more information. Day three, you'll get a bit more. 
day four, you'll, and so you go on. But push through to day 21 because eventually you and the co-pilot, you're digging up the sand around the roots and you're starting to see a lot of why and through the discussions and questions and you're starting to see the origin of where this pattern came from. And you may not ever get the full story, but you'll get enough to deconstruct and reconstruct the story into this, which says, I am no longer that. That pattern happened in my family, but I have deconstructed and reconstructed. I have embraced, processed and reconceptualized. So I've got control over that. It's not controlling me. And I've built it into this new healthy tree. I've reconceptualized it into this new healthy tree, which now is how my family is going to be responding. No longer in X situation are we going to fall into patterns of addiction, which are signals of suppression, suppressing some kind of painful issue. We now know why that pattern of addiction came that, that my pattern that I'm just giving an example that maybe there's a pattern of alcoholism or, or some kind of addiction, drugs or something in the family that, and you see it's coming through the generations and we see this all the time. But once you do this, this whole over 21 days, you'll start seeing that, okay, well, that's what, that's the pain that happened. That's the a story and that pattern's just passed on. And even though it's the great, 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 great grandfather's story, maybe just the pattern kept passing through. So it just, and then it just automatically, whenever something went wrong in the next generation's life, they fell back into that pattern. You can break that. This process the neurocycling can break that. So when trauma comes your way, you don't fall back into the family family's toxic cycle and you break that generational cycle. So then in the first 21 days, it takes you that time to deconstruct and reconstruct. And then in the next 42 days, so first 21 five steps every day for 15 to 45 minutes, totally laid out so clearly in this book, showing you exactly what to do. And then for the next 42 days, you just do step number five. So this final reconceptualized thought is the once my family was like that, this used to be the cycle of addiction in our family. Whenever anything happened, this is the natural go-to. But no longer, I have broken this cycle. I have reconceptualized. And now this is going to be the future. And whatever, whatever you create a statement like that. And then you're going to put that, write that down or you can use my app. I have a NeuroCycle app, which you can get on Google and iTunes. And there's a little place where you can put these active reach reminders, which is the first step. And then you practice saying that and practice applying that in your life over the next 42 days. When you do that, you then grow this new thought. You make it strong. The only way to break a cycle is to do the full 63 days. The first 21 help you identify and deconstruct and reconstruct or embrace, process and reconceptualize. Five steps every day. After that, you take the fifth step and you grow this. It's tiny after 21 days. So you want to make it strong. It's only when it's strong, when it's got lots of energy, that it's then going to, because whatever you think about the most is growing and getting energy. And when it's got sufficient energy, then it will move into your conscious mind. Whenever something activates that old pattern, this one no longer exists. It's been reconceptualized into this. So when anything happens that can activate potentially for you to fall into that kind of pattern, that will stop immediately. And this will come. This is what's, because that's been gone. This is now the new way of acting. And you're going to operate from this. You'll remember how you were. You might even potentially slip into that little bit of that pattern, but you'll catch yourself quickly. And the more you do it, the easier it will become, the more mind managed you'll become. If you look carefully at this tree, some of these little leaves are lighter than the others. The dark parts are the new reconceptualized behavior and the light parts are how it was, but it's no longer like that. You have changed how your destiny, you have changed how your past is going to play out into the future. You see the cycles of the past, the generational stuff from the past does not have to be your, your destiny. It's a potential. It's a proclivity. It's there in your forest until you do something about it. You've got to land the helicopter, go into co-pilot, do the neurocycling over the 63 days, and you may have to do multiple cycles of 63 days, and you may have to teach your brothers and your sisters and your kids and the rest of your family members to say that this 
is stopping here and it goes no further. So that's just a brief taste into how to use the neurocycle, which is your life-saving life skill. This is where neuroscience meets therapy. This is how you live with yourself 24-7. Those cycles of the past do not have to be your future. You can change those generational cycles. And this is how you do it with the neurocycle. And all the information you need to do that is in my new book. Go to Amazon, go to wherever books are sold and get your book right now and start today breaking those cycles. So neurocycle to break the cycles. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to joy seeing you and talking to you in my next episode of Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. Bye everyone. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.